0: Welcome to Asian Hour, the podcast that two people listen to, but they're very important <laughs> people. I, I'm your host, Linus Chan, and this is my guest host. You have to introduce yourself, Nathaniel. Guest, do I guest host? Oh, okay. no, you're not my guest co-host. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay i'm nathaniel and then we have our special guest here greg from Vistar. he's one of my coworkers. yay when i <laughs> introduced helen and manisha i like looked at their linkedin and had an entire profile about them but we're we're low effort now greg <laughs> I'm, past
1: that, I'm past that initial like the extra work for these for these intros phase exactly that's the yeah, honeymoon phase. We're, we're just, the fact that we're
0: here is enough. <laughs> exactly. Our presence matters. Hey, yeah. yeah, yeah, consistency matters. That's, that's yeah, putting man. in plenty of effort. <laughs> um, so, usually what we do in the podcast is we launch into asking each other how each other's week's been. But by asking, what kind of Asian were you this past month, Nathaniel? <laughs> past
1: month. Uh, oh, actually, I think we've talked about this. I, I'm going to say I've been a. Uh, coffee shop asian because i've been well so i got added to so i've talked to linus about a bit about this i think linus may have subliminally influenced me uh i guess greg might not know this but i I am unemployed currently so i do not have an office to go into so a lot of job searching but it is just very oh and also even before that i was like i spent a year doing completely remote work um and it is very much a drag to yeah yeah (laughs) so it is just very much a drag to like get anything done at home I've I've been learning and like even if I get stuff done I'll just like feel terrible afterwards so uh my friend added me to a co-working group where they meet up it's a bunch of people who do remote work and they meet up Wednesdays and Fridays at coffee shops and then I I think I've like once I did it a couple times I was like wait I get so much more done here and I don't feel terrible afterwards or I just go and like read and that's also fun so and then and then I've been Linus's meanwhile been texting me about like how much fun he's been having eavesdropping on people in coffee shops (laughs) and then, <laughs> which is also, uh, I guess, I haven't done a ton of. I Are mean, you, you, you end up with some interesting experiences. I haven't had. I don't think I've done it as much as Linus, but but it's been fun. And then is I guess it, the animation an that, that has been. Uh, sorry, what was it eavesdropping?
0: Oh yeah, the eavesdropping. Uh, is, that,
1: is that part of sorry, the was that? An experience eavesdropping experience, or is that unique to Linus? <laughs> I, I want to delineate here. I Feel like that's more. Watch. Well, no, I, I feel like everyone. I don't know, but but Linus especially has been. I think everyone eavesdrops, but, like, I think Linus has been... Linus, like, texts me about, like, specific things he's eavesdropped on that brought him joy. Oh, my gosh. What dude,
0: you're dude. Linus? <laughs> dude, New York cracks me up. Like, if I had an <laughs> opportunity to just live in New York and just listen to people... Like, isn't that, yeah. that the People of New York Facebook thing was, like, the entire vibe of just, like, listening to people talk in New York? Yeah, I
1: love people watching. So, my and that's guy. why I asked, like, is it a... Uh... Is that a delineation you're saying you're a coffee shop Asian? So mm. I wasn't sure if that was part of, of the coffee shop Asian or if that's just normal.
0: <laughs> I guess that's Oh, hard. yeah. But I feel, I feel like, like a was... coffee shop's more of a public environment, right? Yeah. Are you working with the other people then? Like, are you guys going as a crew? Do you, like, show up as six people? Oh,
1: and... uh, well, Wednesdays and Fridays, there's, like, it's, like, mostly this one girl who, like, she's always there. And then, like, other people kind of rotating, like, will show up here and there. Oh. So... So it's, like, mostly her thing, but then, like, I'll, I'll like, just, you know, just like, you know, I don't know, it's, like, easier to make it out when you know, like, this is
0: a thing, and at least one person uh-huh. you know is going to be there. That uh, has been my observation. You need, like, that core person to, like, marshal yeah, yeah. the troops. So she's the one who holds it down, and then everyone, I, I was kind of
1: telling her, like, we feel like, I kind of feel like the, like, it's like a sitcom, and then she's, like, the main character, and then, like, we're kind of just all guests who show up here and there.
0: Dude, I love it. Although one <laughs> okay. thing we
1: were talking about, how, like... Eavesdropping in SF coffee shops is a lot less interesting than other places because it's just all people talking about startups, or or like coding or whatever. I did really? ha- I did have an interesting one last night at a at an ice cream shop where like there was t- these two guys. I don't know. One was talking about how he released his album, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, you know there was a DJ union back in the in the seventies, but then it broke they're like, of, "Oh yeah, you know there because was because of AIDS." And I was like, wow. "Interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the stories you never know." know.
1: <laughs> That's so, awesome. Anyways.
0: What kind of Asian have you been this month, Linus? <laughs> dude, I have been a. Uh, I'm a, I'm a tired Asian, I guess. Um, mm. no, I'm i an inadequate Asian. That's what it is. No. Okay. Oh no, no, dude, I've been I've been taking L's left and right. Dude, that,
1: that's innate in who we are. <laughs> We're, oh. that, our parents <laughs> instilled in us from the very beginning that we are inadequate. No, you're not, Linus. <laughs>
0: Years of therapy have gotten me to a point, Greg, and you just ruined it all. (laughs) No. (laughs) An inadequate Asian. So I think, like, there's certain things where I like view myself as, like, at least halfway decent or, like, average. And I feel like I've been taking L's left and right. So, for example, I brought my pickleball paddles to New York because I was like, (laughs) I'm going to play pickleball with my coworkers. And then I, like, got Christian to play pickleball with me, and he bodied me. Like, it was 2-0, clean sweep, I got destroyed. And he's like, I've never played pickleball before in my life. Does he play tennis? Uh, No. Oh, or, okay, I don't know, right. He played, like, lacrosse or something, I forget. <laughs> one of those East Coast sports that no one ever ta- knows about. <laughs> and then I saw Hamza in the office who's like another one of our coworkers, and he was like I want to play chess Linus?" and i was like i'm down and then he bodied me oh, and then he was like you should oh. study a little more <laughs> <You should laughs> <stone.
1: What laughs> a to rest. be fair he i think he and uh Ian christian go and play chess in the park
0: yeah but That's like a- you know i i want to feel like i can at least put up a little bit of a fight you know <laughs> I don't want to just get bodied every time. I'm the guy that's coming into New York, and I'm like, I brought a pickleball paddle, or I was like, oh, I'm down to play chess, and I'm getting bodied. So that was, that was a little rough. And then all day today was like, I was like, oh, time to relax and play some video games, you know? And it's just L, L, L. <laughs> <laughs> and then I played Nathaniel at Magic the Gathering. Yeah, this is what i was about to bring up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I was my name is really
1: excited about playing Magic the Gathering with me. And then he played, We, I just, like, he just, he has his, I don't know if you played Magic the Gathering before, Greg, but. Oh, I, I uh, used to when I was. Uh, okay, okay. But, but yeah, yeah it, it was Linus. Was, yeah. Linus was very excited about using his deck that he's, like, kind of custom built. And then I just, like, Googled best standard deck, import it, play, and then, <laughs> it was not, a, it was not very even.
0: <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> I
1: don't <laughs> credit for it because it wasn't my deck, no. but, you know. I mean, to be fair, though, I feel like if you, how many, have you played with the deck very often? Or is this like, no? You I, I, I googled it right before. No, no, no. No, I'm asking Linus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like every day
0: I wake up <laughs> okay. and I use this deck and I like Linus, add cards in and I'm like, this is... <laughs> Dude, I was just taking L's left and right this entire time. <laughs> like, Linus not serious L's. Huh?
1: <laughs> Linus the anime protagonist is like, my grandpa's deck. I've, I've been using
0: this for the last hundred y- no,
1: 100 exactly. years?
0: No, yeah. exactly. In Yu-Gi-Oh? I feel like when you work in, like, in, in silo, like, you don't look up the best meta or, like, the best way to win or something like that, or you don't get any coaching. You can get this, like, idea that you're actually pretty good at something when you're, in fact, mm-hmm. just not. <laughs> you're like, I'm killing it. I'm doing the greatest. And then you're like, oh, no, that was a mistake. So... I remember I,
1: Starcraft being kind of like that. When I was a kid, that was like one of the first experiences where I think it was very—I was so disassociated from like the greater world of like actual StarCraft players, much akin to like chess, right? Yep. Like, oh, I'm good in my little micro world. And then you go online and you play some crazy Korean dude or something like that, <laughs> and it just like destroys you, and you're like, "Well,
0: Koreans, <laughs> I know.
1: I don't even know what to do. <laughs> what happened?" <laughs>
0: we used to play age of empires growing up so nathaniel and i are like friends from preschool so i used to go to his house and play age of empires or total annihilation i think oh
1: that was even older (laughs) and like we had
0: our own entire like back and forth but then we like played online and then these games would take like four hours and i'm like how come i remember it more fun when i was younger (laughs)
1: land parties or was that yeah land parties Oh yeah (laughs) i remember land parties with it yeah yeah Yeah. we used to like do you ever have the the multi-room xbox setups
0: yep that uh my brother and i would go to uh, we like fred would host this thing called halo fest where we had six xboxes all hooked up to different tvs (laughs) You just hear guys yelling at each other across the room. <laughs> yeah. That's where I got my- one of my famous nicknames,
1: uh, Shifty Chinaman. <laughs> Cause I was so good <laughs> at capture the flag. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh my god! Among awesome. all my white friends. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> oh this is fun! Hey! Man, hey! hey.
0: Let's let's lean into Asian it then. Well, me. I've did been prepping see? Greg. But... Into
1: the Asian hour, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> okay, so this is your white friends calling you this? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Were you the token Asian in your friend group? Um, I feel like you grew up in San Jose, though, right? I feel like. Yeah, but that's.
1: There's still like a dividing line, go on. between like the Asian. in San Jose. School. Slash, what school did you go to? I mean, I went to a very Asian school. Okay, uh, do great. Saratoga, okay, so, yeah, yeah. Nathaniel <laughs>
0: yeah. The Valley. It's literally like 50, 50 to sixty
1: percent Asian. <laughs> okay, okay, but so, you still have yeah. mostly white friends? Yeah, okay. Even my my mom attempted to, even when I was younger, like my mom attempted to put me in like a a, a Japanese baseball or basketball league. Mm. Uh-huh. And after the first like game, I was like, Mom, I want to go play with my friends. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Take me back to my other league that oh, I'm I never used to um so yeah it's weird japanese basketball leagues
1: <laughs> like that's how dense a population is here
0: yeah oh like honestly probably korean one or chinese like because they fair. all want to
1: you know like for for example i remember i had a korean boss
0: uh-huh
1: um and he's like you guys are weird in america you guys like get kids soccer all wrong <laughs> normally in korea like at the kids' soccer games, we're all trashed. We're like uh-huh. drinking beer, and then after oh, the game, yeah. we keep the party. Like uh-huh. I don't know what you guys are doing here, but it's boring. <laughs> yeah, that would make it a lot more fun. You, well, I, I, I do. I do remember seeing a lot of parents like just getting in fights with the refs. But yeah, so I don't know if that would make that worse or better or or just weirder. Yeah. <laughs> that just reminds me of uh, the South that South Park episode. We're we're Randy. (laughs) You're talking about two
0: boys that got raised in a private Christian school. (laughs) We weren't allowed to watch South Park (laughs) Craig.
1: He's famous. So his son is in uh, Little League, and they're, it's all about how the kids are trying to all lose, and it's about a competition about losing the games to get oh. out of the World Series to go enjoy their summer. Uh-huh. But Stan's dad travels with them as they w- keep winning. Oh, and tight. he gets hammered and fights someone in every single game. He gets <laughs> escorted out. Yes, and man. it becomes this whole like, World series. Gets that gets serious. <laughs>
0: What was that? Oh, don't no! Know. Know.
1: I, I used to do Little League until like age thirteen. The whole Little League All Star like World Series stuff—that's that stuff gets serious. It gets super serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Nathaniel <laughs> also used to funny. be a soccer coach. No, soccer referee. Wasn't that something uh, you did in I high got, school?
1: I got licensed to be a soccer ref, but I never actually refed a game. But I did work as a soccer coach for. for did you like, play like, soccer? soccer? Yeah, yeah, I play a lot of soccer. Yeah. Okay.
0: I just but. remember him telling me the score was fun to fun because that's how they <laughs> that was what
1: they always told the kids <laughs> but but no but the one thing on uh on like little league like the parents get really competitive i remember i just remember this have this one mem- memory from like i think i think we might have been watching but like it was like we, they made it to like regionals for like the all-star game and then th- i think well, our team was like beating the other team but then the other coach got the win because like they they have like pitch counts so like since they're kids, like you, you can't go above a certain amount of pitches thrown. Yeah, you have to, for, you have to swap out pitchers. Yeah, otherwise you get disqualified. And then the other coach was keeping track of the pitch count. The minute they threw one pitch above the limit, he 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 like came out and told the, like the ump, and then they, like it was like DQ, you guys wow. win. And wow. I was like, wow, that's like, I feel like that's like a because like he was very you know it was very pointed that he like he was intentionally waiting for for them to violate it. Yeah, so that he, 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 he I was, totally like, knew he could have come yeah. out. and be like, hey, hey, you have to. There's like two schools of thought in that scenario. It's like. You could assert and be like, "Hey, you have to switch that kid out. He can't pitch another pitch. Yeah, yeah. New pitcher in, or try to go for the DQ." Yeah, yeah. But I'm so like, I'm like, this is like a you know, these are kids playing. This is like a grown man yeah. who's like, you know, you're like coaching kids, and I'm just like, I mean, like that move makes sense if like your main goal is to win. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm like these are like kids just play playing game. You're like, that's kind of the responsibility of the umpire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The umpire so- should be if like there is a rule. Yeah, who's, who's keeping count? So that could could have just kept pitching at that point and know what I wanted in the wiser. Because I know in the official World Series, because uh, I had friends that went, that they have pitch count like and on TV mm-hmm. like there's an actual pitch count thing. So the, mm-hmm. the the umpire call the game like, hey, this kid has to switch out. Oh, well, you said you have friends who've gone to the Little League World Series. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> I probably would have been on the team if I had. Oh dang! To, I would have been forced. I was forced to quit because I to go play ice hockey. He was oh, a wow. very
0: athletic person, Greg was. Dang. Okay. Like, first okay. compliment for Greg the past week was you look buff right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. He's like telling me about all his rock climbing. You like mountain bikes every week and like. Oh wow.
1: Wait, and Greg, you live in SF too? Is that is that what Linus was saying? Um I live South Bay. Okay, okay. All right, okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. A little closer to like San Francisco. Where, where in the South Bay? Um in like Cupertino. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I think he's
0: like yeah he's what was it i think we were talking about like the uh h mart slash no no there's an 85 degree and then there's like an h mart in that area there's there's a bunch of
1: 85 degrees and there's i mean you you could be talking about one of 10 places okay well excuse (laughs) me in minneapolis oh it's the one next to the boba shop
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess that was not very helpful then. <laughs> I was really yeah. trying to volunteer
1: information. Yeah, 85 degrees next to the gongcha. you know. With the-
0: oh my <laughs> gosh, I'm getting bullied the by G Californians.
1: <laughs> Another, Linus, you're struggling this month. It can't end soon enough. I know, it's I took some long L's.
0: Long. My mom called me today. and She's like, you better not stay in Minnesota. Wait, what?
1: <laughs> she goes, oh I mean, that's,
0: but that's a fair statement. You think so? You know, don't you need like that degree I mean, of independence?
1: Yeah, but you can. There's also independence in just being like, I want to live somewhere cool.
0: That's fair. Are you, are you well, saying that's, Minnesota's that's not Minnesota that cool? It's sorry,
1: <laughs> sorry to offend you, but I feel like this is like a Wayne's World scenario where you're we're talking to two Californians and you're like, "Hey, I'm in Delaware."
0: That's <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> there's sure. hockey.
1: I mean, I used to go to Minnesota all the time for hockey.
0: That's oh, uh-huh. true. We lost the okay, uh, college okay. finals this year. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean you're legit out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's pretty well, much. Dang.
0: So that means you're pretty good at hockey then. Or <laughs> you, yeah, or you I, were. I don't even yeah. watch it though. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, want to go back to California. I was talking to Arena about it. We're like, yeah, yeah we're going back, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. I did. Um, we had a. I was at a
1: lunch this weekend where, like, there's one, one, one person who's from Minnesota as well, and we were. He was like talking about like where he wants to end up. Like, oh, I don't think I'll stand the. Stay in the Bay long term, and like, oh, would you go back to Minnesota?
0: And he's like, no. <laughs> I love it. You gotta have that, though. Yeah, you gotta spend some uh, time in the Midwest.
1: So, what are the what are we missing out here? What what's what does Minnesota have, Linus? Like, I, I pay two thousand dollars in Minnesota rent
0: by. for a two bedroom, mm-hmm. two bathroom.
1: Actually, <laughs> right. when, when I visited, Linus took me to a lot of really nice restaurants, and then like, I expected the bill to be crazy, but it's just like a normal. Dinner <laughs> in San Francisco. <laughs> How, like my does in How does the How food do... come? The place that Linus, t- well, li- li- I mean, this might just be because Linus's girlfriend is like studying food, but
0: the places y'all took me to were pretty good. <laughs> Greg's also a big foodie, actually. Okay, okay. I, I, I have another mini game by the way for the podcast. This is a sidebar, Nathaniel, where we ask good Asian, bad Asian, and then there's another podcast that I've been listening to. That I want to copy off their mini game. <laughs> it's called Off Menu, and we need to ask our special guests what their four course menu would be. Oh, so like okay. what their appetizer, what their oh, entree, geez. and then For, what their once, you're, <laughs> hey, once you're finally copying <laughs> up a favorite podcast favorite. that I don't listen
1: to, so this is new to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a it's a podcast Reno listens to. Okay, but, yeah, the food in Minnesota is not bad, but I think I also am lucky because I get to go to like New York. And then i got to go to California. So, like, you only need those peaks, like, once a month. And then you're good for, like, settling for Chipotle every other day. Mm-hmm.
1: Whoa, wait, wait, So you travel to California or New York, like, basically once, once My a mom month.
0: once had me on, like, a oh, once-every-six-week retainer, where I would go back to California <laughs> every six weeks because there was, like, a wedding I had to go to or there was, like, a family event I had to go to. Like, for example, last month I was flying to Japan... But the layover from Minnesota is in SFO, so <laughs> I just went to San Francisco. My parents picked me up, and we just hung out for like seven hours.
1: Whoa! Tell you went to Japan last month? Yeah, like, yeah, I didn't I, even know that.
0: No, I, I yeah, I, I went to Japan for a week, so I was in oh. Kyoto. I know it was a blast.
1: Yeah, that's amazing, Kyoto. <laughs> Kyoto specifically, you spent your whole time in Kyoto.
0: Yeah, so Marina, okay. my girlfriend's Japanese-American, and she studied abroad in Kyoto for like three months, I guess. Although between you and me, I, I don't think she studied very much. She just like I had fun. Sure? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, what, I, that's, what, that's what it's abroad. about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of her favorite things was she. we went to a store in Japan called Stardust Cafe, and the owner recognized her. Like three oh, years oh. after her study abroad, the owner was like, Oh, Yurina! I remember you. I really liked your vibe, and she was like, "That is the nicest thing I've ever heard anyone tell me."
1: Wait, did did, did you say that in English or Japanese?
0: I think it was like in English and Japanese. It was like half oh, yeah. both. It was like okay, I'm just like, how does vibe translate? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I think it was something like you have a good energy or something like okay, that. Cool. So that was fun. Pretty awesome. Yeah, oh, a blast. Have you ever been to I Japan, think
1: Greg? My favorite place travel to yeah a lot oh really you go like three, yeah three or four times a year for work
0: now um, my more interesting question is have your parents or grandparents ever been to japan
1: like i mean one of my grandpa was from japan i see
0: i see like Rena's grandparents are like japanese american but they've never been to japan which is like mm-hmm. wild to me yeah that is kind
1: of i i specifically had my mom come with me on one of my business trips
0: oh yeah. i see okay so she's she
1: taking a trip independent but i was like uh-huh. hey you can i'll just get a, a room yeah. with two queen beds and you can just oh. come and stay and just get yeah. a free room if you want to explore japan and then i'll go out with you when i'm done
0: with work between you and me greg sounds like a good asian
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah my Wait, mom's always asking
0: me huh?
1: are both sides your family japanese Greg, or, or just one side um i'm three quarters japanese and a quarter chinese my grandpa on my father's side was chinese which is why i have a chinese last name though oh gotcha okay and then what what generation are you like i guess third or fourth okay (laughs) Okay. yeah yeah. because i feel like for a lot of the japanese americans i meet are like much like you know you you meet a lot of like second third first generation chinese or Uh whatever and like i feel like the japanese americans i meet are like up in the three four five generation Yeah. yeah I mean, I think the emigration, the, just the timelines, right? Like, mm-hmm, yeah. Chinese didn't start moving over until later after, I think, a lot of the Japanese mm-hmm. historically. And so because of that, you just see that dinner. Gender- and I mean, what's crazy is I got to interview my grandma about, she was interned. Mm-hmm. Both my grandparents were interned. Oh, wow. So they met in an internment camp and got married in the internment camp.
0: Oh, wow. wow. That's so cool. That's crazy, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, isn't that, it's nuts.
0: Did they call it yeah. camp? Is that, like, how they refer to it, or?
1: I mean, it was an internment camp, right? So, uh, they, you can leave out the word internment, and it sounds like summer camp, right? I know.
0: That's, that threw me off guard, too. Whenever Rita's, like, grandma would talk to me, she'd be like, oh, yeah, I spent time at camp in New Jersey. And I'm like, You're right. oh, oh, that's oh. what you mean. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, if,
1: I would want to know if what choices she had and, like, where she was. Where she lived, because when they interned you, they gave you usually gave you a couple options of where to, what camps you wanted to go to. Interesting. At least.
0: This is something like I have no subject matter expertise in. Uh-huh. I cool, only know because my grandma. So <laughs> it's what was interesting. That interview process, like, like were you like, I need yeah, to record wars, this. Yeah.
1: It was for a class because we were leading, mm. uh, reading reading uh, Manzanar, so mm. it was a book about Manzanar, right? And so part of the assignment was like. You know, ideally, you can go read or learn about it. But for me, I had a chance to be like, hey, I have my grandma that
0: uh-huh.
1: was at Truly Lake. <laughs> I can yeah, interview yeah. her and get a real person's feedback into a report of what it was like. And wow. so that was it. So, that, I mean, that wow. was in, I you mean, know, it was like freshman year of high school or something like that. Oh, well, so okay. I That's wish awesome. I had, I wish I had been, had the context that I do now mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, around yeah. it and the appreciation that I do now. Mm-hmm. Go back and ask kind of a whole different set of questions, but mm-hmm. it was still, it was a great, it was such a good experience to like get closer to my grandma. Mm,
0: yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That was yeah. actually I, like the seed of this podcast, I feel like. Or at least you had interviewed your mom, right, Nathaniel?
1: Yes. Did you interview yeah, that, your well, grandma? I did, but that was a little, well, I don't. My, that one was a little more like all over the place because you know my grandma can kind of ramble and like there's a little bit more of a language barrier there. Uh huh. But, but I also did do an interview with my grandma back in high school for a different, for just a I don't know completely unrelated like, history project too. Which yeah. So I, and, and I'm kind of like it's also one of those things for me that I look back on. And I'm like oh like wait that's so interesting. Like I don't even remember what to talk to her about.
0: <laughs> but,
1: yeah. Huh so what you're saying is this this asian podcast has got increasingly less asian (laughs) (laughs) you went from a a chinese woman speaking in mostly chinese and rambling in mostly chinese to now a whitewashed
0: yeah a bunch of whitewashed kids (laughs) rambling in English. (laughs) (laughs) rest assured though greg my mom still listens to this podcast so (laughs) you'll be all right My, my Auntie Sissy. <laughs> the lineage goes all the way up. <laughs> Wait, Dude, so you do,
1: do you or any, or do either you or your parents speak any Japanese or, or your grandparents? Or? Uh, I mean, my grandparents did. Okay, uh, yeah. My grandparents on my mom's side did. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, definitely because my, my grandpa was from there. He was originally, he came over as the eldest in his family, and he would make a ton of money and send it all back to Japan. Mm-hmm. So my mom grew up very little. mhm uh, it was gotcha. some interesting culture to like <laughs> go back and support the family so they could pay for their like land taxes and stuff like that. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom strives to speak some Japanese, but mm-hmm. it's not like fully set in. And I have very little to no skills at all, other than what I picked up from anime and like traveling to Japan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you feel like you can get away with it in Japan, or they like immediately notice? This- Oh, it's terrible. They all rush oh, okay. up to me and speaking Japanese, and I'm like, I don't know Japanese! <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Like, you know,
1: like uh, my ex, and she uh-huh. was the whitest white girl ever. She's like, Irish Catholic and Jewish, and she spoke Japanese and Chinese. So mm-hmm. when I traveled to Asia, I'd be like, don't talk to me. Talk to her. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> redheaded white girl. do like, talk to that girl, because I don't know what the hell you're saying. Uh-huh. I love it. I love it. That was my experience in Japan, was, like, Rina could speak, like, enough to get around, which was definitely clutch. And they yeah. would be, like, talking to me, and I'd be like, I have no clue what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, similar to me on China looked, trip, yeah.
1: What was you that? kind of look more Chinese. I like look Chinese. I like, yeah.
0: Oh, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel
1: like, I feel like it's not as much of a concern. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people would come up and assume that you don't speak
0: Japanese. Hmm. That's fair. I'm also way too loud to be Japanese. Like, Uh, You know what I'm talking about? I'm like talking loudly in a train. That's true. You are. Huh?
1: Thank you. But yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
0: Rena was like shushing me. She was like, you know, you can't talk (laughs) in the train. Oh, Oh,
1: no, you it's like on the public transit and stuff. You got (laughs) to be really quiet. I've been asked twice in my lifetime to be like, hey, you got to by the strangers to be like (laughs) quieter on
0: the train. Exactly. Or I was like, oh, yeah, let's just grab some mochi and eat it while we're walking to the other place. And you're like, no, oh. you're supposed to take your food and sit down and then eat it. Oh, yes. And then you go oh, somewhere. Yes. <laughs> you're not walking signs. That was interesting. Yeah. Exactly.
1: So, Have you ever been to... Uh, have you spent much time in Tokyo?
0: No, we just did Kyoto and that yeah. was it.
1: I yeah. flew Tokyo. I've been Tokyo.
0: in Tokyo for like one day, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, man. And so, yeah, because I spent a lot of time... In mm-hmm. Tokyo, that was mainly where I'd I'd stay, and then make day trips out to like Osaka and mm. Kyoto for trips for oh. business, customer meetings. Uh, mm-hmm. I think cause Nintendo was in oh, uh, Kyoto. Thanks. I saw the Emperor at one point. Like it was, they, they shut down. down like they shut down the whole. When we got there, the train station was like all shut down. We're like, uh-huh. oh my god, we're gonna be late for our meeting. And uh-huh. obviously, in Japanese culture, like that's a huge deal. Wow, but, but like, yeah, we like we were like. <laughs> I mean, we're, we can't go anywhere. There's literally mm. everything is just shut down because there's this giant limo and this like giant security team and everything. Oh, interesting.
0: I thought it was like but, a big thing that they weren't that important anymore, but I guess he still is.
1: I mean, it, I think it was a big. It was just a. It was also an event. It was mm-hmm, just a perfect see. storm of craziness. But Got it. honestly, the one thing I will note the nintendo hq Uh is the most underwhelming sad thing (laughs) (laughs) i was like hoping to like jump from like mushroom top to mushroom top and make sounds and and stuff like that all over the lobby and like sony's is awesome oh really sony has multiple like massive buildings in in tokyo not so kyoto like nintendo's out in kyoto and like they're often like an office park it's yeah, super quiet yeah, like, yeah so many giant giant skyscraper buildings and they like the whole first levels are always like interactive and really cool stuff like that's you get cool. to see their headphones because i did a lot of because i did audio uh-huh so you got to see like their headphone they'd explode like a singular headphone and show you all the individual pieces that went into just like one of their super high-end headphone speakers
0: that is so um,
1: so like seeing the magnets and the design and all the different materials and stuff was so cool um, and then like the, obviously the PlayStation one was like, they had a bunch of games. You saw all the different evolution yeah. of systems and what happened, like all that stuff was so cool. And Nintendo is just a giant white, sterile building. That's it. <laughs> it's just white building with conference rooms. That's it. Oh, huh. That's surprising.
0: <laughs> I feel like when I was in Japan, it was like, I that. was
1: so excited when they're like, we're going the first time, like we're going to Nintendo. I felt like I was like, I'm going to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. I'm so pumped. Building,
0: Hmm. like I feel like the architecture in Japan is like very interesting to me. It like reminds me of like Hong Kong in some ways, where like like Kyoto is a little bit different because it's like old old buildings. Like they're like this place has been here since a thousand years. I was going to say
1: like Japan is just either very new, yeah, or very very old.
0: Well, like the more like walking areas, the residential areas felt like Hong Kong in some ways because like the stucco and like. Like the tiling, mm-hmm. let's look like old Hong Kong energy, and I was like, "Oh, this is so interesting." <laughs> but Hong Kong specifically, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing I'm most familiar with. I like spent a lot of time in like Beijing and um, Chengdu as well, and like that looks newer than Kyoto, but is also way older <laughs> than any well, construction I mean, in China.
1: The I mean, that was the Emperor City, right? I mean, that was where yeah, Alice yeah. is. But Kyoto is so, yeah. great.
0: I loved it. It was, like, yeah. beautiful, and the cherry blossoms <laughs> were popping off and everything, so. Yeah, yeah
1: that's right, I, cherry blossom season. Mm-hmm. Do you remember things. seeing the, like, how the buildings have, like, established this year, and, like, it's usually, like, 19, whatever, and then, like, in Kyoto, I remember seeing when it was, like, EST, like, 1300 or something, like, I was like, yeah. wait,
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, there were, like, restaurants we had to go to that you had to book in Japanese ahead of time. Like, we had Rina's mom call them. And, like, we had to, like, coordinate, like, this is when we're coming. This will be two people. <laughs> and I think yeah. they opened the restaurant just for us, the two of us. This wasn't, oh, like... Wow. wow. Like... Well, how, it, how expensive was it? <laughs> I know, like...
1: <laughs> I don't think it was that
0: expensive, like, in the large okay. scheme of things. Like, an average San Francisco meal was equivalent okay, to okay. what that meal was. <laughs> Not that that's it's a great a, in metric. In Kyoto, penny.
1: too, it's more... Like, to- Tokyo, you're going to spend a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. But if you're outside... In the in kind of the Kyoto area, it's more reasonable.
0: Yeah. Oh so. also my, Japan's money is not as great right now. <laughs> so yeah, well, we killed it. And it's a
1: thing. Uh-huh. So because I, I took my uh my ex to um the Jiro, Jiro's son. You know Jiro Dreams of Sushi? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we I so apparently the so the process to book with these restaurants is I had to call the hotel, and the hotel had to make the reservation Mm. because you you can only make the reservation if you're a resident or living in Japan.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I've heard too. Interesting. So you
1: so you a what I had to do first was I had to book my hotel Uh months in advance, and then they open reservations three months ahead of time. So you it's like a lottery. So you have them call and be like, okay, I want this meal. Like, this, they had different levels of meals and stuff, so you had to tell them which exact meal you wanted and prepare for, and then they submit your right. reservation, and they come back and are like, this is the one that you got. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so wow, I could wow, not so get here. one. Greg's your- a real foodie here. You're, you're making several-month plans.
0: Just I mean, for- I was on,
1: it was yeah. on business travel, so I'm like, yeah, yeah. Sh- I'm going to – I so mean, on the Company Dime? Uh, no, not that part. Okay, okay all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, of, not, I mean, I had plenty of meals on custom-
0: Company yeah. Dime anyway, yeah. so, but, I mean – it was I was you're just Yeah. Like, Excuse me. If you're out, you're out, you know? Like it's time to like yeah. go spend some it's money. Some <laughs> exactly. I mean,
1: it's more of an experience than almost anything, honestly. Mhm. Like, yeah. It was amazing, but Yeah. Yeah, but the for the money, I was like it's I don't know that like for the money it was mm-hmm. there, but I think for the experience of just mm-hmm. like having him explain like sushi mm-hmm. and like what he was doing and like the balance of all the ingredients tasting what that perfect sushi rice should taste like Yeah, was kind of interesting yeah oh wow so would, would you do it again
0: <laughs> um
1: yeah i mean it okay. depends on like you know with the with like another person that hadn't done it before i think again it's yeah, an yeah. experience thing <laughs> no it's not like i would be like oh i want to do this every time i go to tokyo it's like hey yeah. if you haven't done this and you like sushi it's an experience that you should experience and yeah like, yeah, yeah. You know, See, nice. this
0: is why i think we should copy that other podcast and ask people like what their favorite four-course meal would be all right, Well, you want to do that <laughs> all right we'll lead into it greg's not even gonna get asked if he's a good asian or a bad asian <laughs> <laughs> all right well i gotta ask you too nathaniel you know so we can like banter oh, a little good. bit okay. okay wait but like
1: what, is it just like best meal or is it like what comfort meal or like what what is like the
0: Like, comfort meal. Like, your go-to, you could eat this almost every day and you'd be happy with it. Am I I cooking it
1: or is someone cooking it for you? Someone's
0: cooking it for you. Okay. For example, the podcast leads with, like, do you want, like, non bread, like, uh, Hawaiian king rolls? Like, or do you want, like, you know, what type of bread do you want as a starter? And then the guy that was being interviewed, he was Kenneth from 30 Rock. He was like, Then I want like barbecue chicken with collard greens Mm. and like blah, blah, blah. And he was Mm. like, As a drink, I would want sweet tea. And like a final part would be like a strawberry cream cheesecake or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was his perfect meal. Mm. So I'm going to spin this on you, Greg. Or do you want some time? I don't care. I'm I'm down with whatever. Okay. Let's lead into it. Um, What do you think your favorite first part of the meal would be. Like what's your appetizer, Greg?
1: It's a tough one. I mean, I, I kinda I'm worried almost like, does it does it have an overarching theme usually, or are they independent dishes?
0: Uh it doesn't it doesn't really matter. <laughs> my right, favorite I
1: theme
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know My favorite one would be green onion pancakes. Like oh, hey,
1: wait, oh hey, that's wait, that's literally what I was thinking. Yeah
0: those things are legit. And like you can just like yeah. eat them all day. <laughs> Have you ever had a green onion I mean, pancake?
1: I have. Okay.
0: It Cupertino, of course.
1: I mean, I don't know. I struggle with like some wings or something like that. Ooh, like, wings are green good. Green wings or something like yeah. some really. Sweet or I'd also uh, say like
0: wings are kind of like a meal to me. They're not even an appetizer. But that's because I go to, like, Bonchon, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: yeah, and that's why, like, I'm just like, if you go to Bonchon, though, it's like, yeah, that's kind of fairly the meal. But it, the same kind of concept would be, like, Bonchon, but, like,
0: small. Okay. Thing. Got so. it, got it. Have you been to BBQ Chicken? Do you know what I'm talking about? Is is that a thing in California? Maybe maybe it isn't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, never
1: mind then. <laughs> is that something in minnesota like that's it's it's like the korean one?
0: style chicken wings it's like the competitor to bonchan oh Uh-oh, there's oh, so man. many
1: competitors yeah. there's like vons and there's like okay so i think many.
0: vons is trash though do you like yeah, not no, okay <laughs> they're like entire <laughs> thing is oven good roasted good. chicken
1: the first the first korean chicken I, fried chicken i think i ever had was in boston
0: mm-hmm. oh interesting yeah
1: it was at bonchan in harvard square
0: in oh harvard. Bonchard is legit. It. I do like I Oh,
1: It was, like, shatteringly good for me for the mm-hmm. first time. Um, although, to be fair, though, the other struggle I have is I do enjoy foie gras. Like, oh, wait. Wait, that's bad. the... Wait, actually, wait. Did, explain to me what foie gras is. I, I've, I've heard people talk about this, but I don't think I've had it. It's, like, a liver.
0: Oh, like, pate okay, like Or is
1: it... No, so okay. it's the actual, like, whole thing. Oh, and it's really, okay. And I hate it because it's so frustrating because it is
0: a little bit um, foo-foo.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's more, it's very inhumane. Oh, they okay. stuff the duck, basically, with with so much feed that they fatten it and they kill it by obesity. But That oh. means that this that this uh-huh. liver is now, like, super unctuously fat, so it's just oh. a basic butter a meat butter that you sear on the outside and you know Whoa. like it's it's the same concept as like you know when you have a good piece of steak and you have like that outer fat layer and it gets burnt kind of on the outside and like charred and it's kind of soft on the inside uh-huh basically a chunk of that
0: and that's like a good appetizer that's not even like a meal it's a like- french appetizer oh yeah it's a french appetizer right. it's a very do you, like, put it on bread and stuff? Or, like...
1: Yeah, so it's usually served <laughs> with, uh... Because you want to balance that fattiness uh-huh, with some type yeah. of, like, uh, vinegar or, you yeah. know, rice, uh, right? so it. it's usually served with, like, a jam, like, a, <laughs> a type of preserve, and then you have bread with it. Uh-huh. Wait. My, my question is just, does the duck not stop eating if they're going to kill it by obesity? I mean... Like, does the duck literally yeah, eat itself to death? It just, I think they, yeah, and they, I think they do kind of force, and that's why it's like, it's oh, actually, okay. I think, um, <laughs> I think they banned it in California. Oh, okay. Like, it's an illegal ingredient in California, because oh, it is okay. okay. Which is why I struggle being like, it's freaking delicious, but <laughs> it yeah, is yeah. Awesome. Okay, okay. I guess, like, what, what a veal or a whatever?
0: <laughs> a suckling yeah. pig. Just, yeah, yeah. You know. yeah.
1: Oh, wait. <laughs> Also, wait. I, I just got a Street Code says hi in the chat. Uh huh. J- by the Code is getting, No, but judging by the t- text I've been getting, I think they have their office hours going on right now. So I don't know if they have. <laughs> if that means they're at Street Code that at their me office. I feels
0: <laughs> 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 like the pressure is on. Oh man, the pressure. Well, I, yeah. Street, street Code's the nonprofit
1: that I used to work at. Slash Linus used to part-time work at slash volunteer. So they oh, okay. they may be having us on. At their event thing right now,
0: <laughs> your wow, three listeners right. have gone up to Wait, six what listeners. What is
1: the what is their what is the mission statement of this place? Uh, they teach uh, yeah, a well.
0: lot of. A
1: lot of free technology and entrepreneurship and design classes.
0: Oh, you know you can do better than that. <laughs> 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 Someone at street dropped. The- <laughs> This guy used to have to give tours of street code to, like, these oh, yeah, random yeah. people that would show up. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, for example, we used to be hosted in, like, the Facebook offices, essentially. So, like, we'd have a bunch of students come in and, like, they would just learn about random classes from technology. Like, I was the lead teacher for the web design course. Um, but Nathaniel would be, like, the guy who, like, organized all the classes but also was responsible of giving the tours whenever people showed up. Yes. Yeah. So he was always like, welcome like to Like the
1: coordinator slash marketing guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 pretty much, yeah. And then I, there's a lot of me, like, you know, having all these, like, rich donor people follow around. And like, hey, like, oh, this is the web design class. Uh, here, here, Linus, like, Linus is, like, trying to teach. i like, oh, Linus, talk to this person.
0: <laughs> it's the classic, like, someone's doing something. Let's interrupt them because they're doing something. <laughs> But,
1: you know, but that, that is how they
0: get the money, you know? That's so. true. That was a pretty good sport. I would always, like, handpick the students and be like, oh, go, Brian, go talk to this person. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just fun when you, like, get involved with, like, classes and teaching people stuff. Like, people I used like to
1: love, I mean, I, I, I've i done a lot of work with teaching kids and stuff like mm. that. Yeah. But my favorite one in Boston, there was a design competition where, like, engineer like, these kids from... High <laughs> schools across like the U.S. and some they'd always have like a couple schools from outside the U.S. They'd come together and do like these big science projects and they show them off at MIT. Oh, that's
0: awesome. and then
1: one of the one of the events that they had is they'd break into groups and they'd mix everyone together. And I was a chaperone for a group uh-huh. that was basically they had it's called the egg drop and oh, uh, so there was, well actually so that was a while but then they I forgot we did a. I think it was a weighted uh, contraption of a fan where you had to build a contraption that would actually lift something lift up. Something? And have that die. is sick. like biggest payload, like the biggest uh-huh. payload you oh. could go. And so, um, basically, I had to oversee this group of kids design yeah. their thing.
0: Was it just chaos? Oh. Like, I feel like when you have a bunch of small kids just running around, it's like hard to well, control. So, the high schoolers,
1: <laughs> right? so freshman to senior year, so they're not like little kids anymore.
0: Okay, uh-huh. that's fair. But see, my classes had a
1: wild card of of kids though
0: oh I see like different backgrounds and different like levels of like technology expertise and stuff
1: yeah well, I mean just different person I mean they're from all over the United States right so like and some are from outside the country so it's just like you have an intertwining of all these different cultures uh-huh. kind of meeting like someone from Kentucky coming up from someone from Boston coming from someone wow. in Minnesota California and Texas it's like oh uh-huh. you're on a team. It's that, you know, outside of the different personalities, the different cultures that are kind of meeting in that, I think, are part of it, too. Mm. Um, that's always so cool. interesting. It was good because uh, they'd have a, a dinner the night before where I'd come in, and uh-huh. the teams would all meet each other, and we'd have mm-hmm. dinner together, and they'd have a mini design competition there first. Oh, that's
0: fun. Like on napkins? where people, like, sketch No, out no, no. no.
1: <laughs> to, like, be, like, build a bridge or something like that. I'm wow. like, it like a suspension bridge out of like newspapers or in tape or something.
0: This sounds intense. I'm impressed. What?
1: Very intense. I was like, holy crap, these kids in high school. <laughs> what are you guys doing again? How- yeah. I never got this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I do feel like high schoolers are, I don't know, like, <clears throat> just like as I talk to high schoolers and see like college apps, I feel like it's getting like, I don't know. I'm just like, I feel like if I had to apply to college again right now, like I wouldn't get into anything.
0: <laughs> you think
1: so? <laughs> Well, know, it just feels like uh, high schoolers are getting more and more impressive. <laughs> I don't oh, know. That's well, and also good. there's like, more and more like kind of like feedback loop of like kind of gaming the college system too. Mm. So well, both them getting, like getting more impressive, but that. also like being more aware of their own resumes. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like we were kind of on the edge of that, where it was like mm. there was still some balance, but I feel like nowadays kids are like, from like seventh or eighth grade, they're like college. They're like we got to do this yeah. in college. You got to do this event for college you got to do that for college yeah yeah you know, yeah my my, i think i've seen like links of like you know there's like people who pay like six figures to college coaches that like start at a very young age and like this is wild and, <laughs> yeah you're right if that was the case there's no way i'm just too lazy you could pay yeah. someone <laughs> figures, I'm like fuck no dude <laughs> i where can't did you do, do it your
0: undergrad actually i don't even know where you did it greg
1: uc san diego
0: nice
1: <laughs> <And> electrical engineering
0: <laughs> oh wow i got rejected from uc san diego i didn't take it personally though
1: <laughs> it was a crap shoot though honestly like there was such a random
0: uh, dude i feel like uc san diego is like the right vibe for a college though like you're a beach town college but you're also like yeah. a uc
1: <laughs> It's good. Yeah. No, okay, you said- <laughs> I, I loved. I love uh-huh. my time in, at UCSD, and I love UC San Diego. But <laughs> there's no sports. Oh, <laughs> I, would, I see. I would go to UC. I, see, yeah, I would with yeah. my friend at UCLA, USC, Cal, uh-huh. Stanford. I mean, even Stanford. Stanford's just not that great when it comes to like call like the the funness around it, like. Hailgating mm. is not nearly as. Oh fun yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. <laughs> as it is at, like USC or UCLA. Yeah, we the, the college. Up. Yeah, the college football culture is not really there for Stanford. <laughs> Stanford's got like the Silicon rich alley people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, the was they, they, give you, um, they give all the students free tickets to the football games, but then the last time we—well, this might be also coming off the back of COVID. But then, like last time we went, like for our homecoming. They, like, the student section was, like, the whole s- stadium was, like, I don't know, 40% full. Oh. It felt like. Like, w- including all the, like, the uh, the student section was maybe, like, 60, 70% full. But this is for the homecoming game with free tickets. I'm like, oh, this is... <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. But I think it's also because we got worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's definitely dependent on the year. <laughs> sure. Yeah.
0: Let me tell you about Minnesota cut football, man. Big 10. Oh, we- I, I, actually, I mean... <laughs> I, I do well, think Jay it's fun. Like a
1: hype in the In the what, Minnesota slash just East Coast.
0: Yeah. But to be fair, Lynn said you have to go to the South for a real tailgate. I think mm-hmm. that's completely true. Like, okay. if you manage to go that's to the like,
1: it's not even close. Yeah. Not even yeah. close. Alabama to, or it's Auburn. It's a freaking high school game in the South. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Do, like, the football coaches in the South and high schools get paid more than, like, the whole staff. kinda <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Easily like 200 or 300 k at like the really big football high schools.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're paid really well there. It was a whole thing. Dang,
0: I I, I want to go to like I I've had like a lot of nostalgia for Texas lately. Where I like yeah. just want to go to Texas and just hang out there for like a week or so. Where
1: in Texas specifically. I don't
0: know, dude. Houston, like Dallas. I want to like go to a like a Cowboys game or something like that. Eat Vietnamese food on the coast, like. Just... those are two
1: wait those those are two like diametrically opposed things you <laughs> you just talked about a place that's interior texas and then talked about being on the coast
0: that's true so i went to houston <laughs> and like galveston area like when i initially went to texas and then we drove to like austin and like i feel like that trip is fun of its own way but then like i've never been to dallas right so i'm like i want to go to dallas as well like what is in dallas <laughs> or like just exploring texas
1: i mean i'm not a fan i i love austin uh-huh I've been I've been to Houston, Austin, and Dallas a fair amount. Um,
0: okay. Why why do you not like uh oh, ooh this is fun? <laughs> like let's alienate so, certain pieces of the country. I liked Austin. I've been there twice now, but I felt like it was kinda like too foo foo for me, you know? Like huh. Wait, what what is mean, mean? It's very hipster. Yeah, like okay. very hipster. Like I like Austin? went to like get the I went to like Lockhart, Texas, which is like the pinnacle of Texas barbecue. And like I feel like I had random gas station barbecue at Rudy's that was, like, better than their pinnacle <laughs> barbecue. Wow.
1: I mean, I, I had a pretty good place in Austin that was usually not too, too bad. What was the it? Dial switch was pretty solid. Basically, yeah, I mean, one of my clients took me there. He was a super oh, foodie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, like, did the road rotation. I went to, like, the Salt Lick. I went to, like, Black's Barbecue. And then that was, like... I didn't go to Franklin's. Franklin. I think you have to wait for, yeah, like, I was hour to, to Franklin's. Franklin's the
1: one so salt lake was severely overrated really for me i thought for me like uh-huh. it was an experience thing for me like seeing yeah. the pit and stuff was cool but uh-huh. you know, i was just like eh
0: yeah eh. the thing about the salt lake though was it was all you can eat dude like
1: yeah. i mean but that's my point right like if you're an all-you-can-eat your food your quality can
0: only be so good <laughs> dang roasted that's fair though all right. I feel all like right. when I, mean, I was in college. I was just like, "All you can eat, all you can eat," and now I'm like, "I don't need all you can eat anymore."
1: <laughs> but if you, if you do go to Dallas, go to the Perot Museum. That place is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. The so Pearl? much fun. Perot. So Ross Perot. Uh-huh. I think he was an oil magnate or something way back. Oh. He ran for president way back in like the nineties.
0: Okay. And so he, yeah, he was a presidential election. candidate. So I see.
1: Just so you know, I, I'm. And so, but he has a whole museum that he funded, and it's a, it's a science museum, uh-huh. and it's uh-huh. super cool. Like, they have a whole, uh, TI did a whole, uh, like, science, the, that, like, calculus. an engineering, where you can, like, build it, like, program robots to do stuff, and, like, have them compete with each other, and you like, all these different things, and my favorite is the bottom basement has a, uh, has a sports section, so you uh-huh. can- Throw a football and then see your super slow mo camera yours versus oh. like Peyton Manning or like uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> or my favorite, what my favorite was, is you have like a I think it was like a forty or fifty yard dash, and uh-huh. you could go up against Usain Bolt, a cheetah, <laughs> or a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> I chose I the Tyrannosaurus Rex because like why I, I want to know if I can beat them. I know top speed yeah. they're going to kill me, but acceleration I think I can get them. Wait, how how fast is a Tyrannosaurus Rex? They're quite fast. Okay. okay <laughs> what okay. is the momentum? Once they get going, they're very fast. But the okay. acce- initial acceleration, okay, like okay. I said, is the tough part for them. Okay, so cool. you, you got a lot of cuts. Is is the yeah yeah just well not really yeah you want to go really fast in one direction get their momentum going and then make one big move right. in a very different direction very quickly. <laughs> I think not, is my now I'm prepared. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. If you're ever cornered by a... Or if you're ever running from a Tyrannosaurus Rex, now you know. I want to go to Houston now. <laughs> Wait, oh, this is in Houston? in Dallas. It's in, in Dallas. Dallas.
0: Okay, now I've got to go to Dallas. Okay, <sighs> Lynn is campaigning for you to go to New Orleans. Oh, I do want to hit Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I, I have this dream where if I, like, take a, like... A, like six-month break from working or like i'm just like you know i i don't have a job or anything i just want to like take a train and go through all the continental united states mm. like
1: it's rain. yeah wouldn't want to should...
0: drive no i so i have like an electric bike now and i'm like i think an electric bike and a train would be a lot of fun mm.
1: Mm. i'd be worried about your bike getting stolen oh, ah. i
0: mean that's fair that's <laughs> but fine, like i guess so Lynn's like, I don't think the south is very accessible by train. <laughs> That's fair too. Didn't buy um, a bike. But like I have this idea like I have a friend who biked from Maine in the East Coast all the way to like Maine in like the West Coast. There's like uh, um is it portland no I, I don't know there's like a specific yeah. city on one side no, of the
1: coast. There's, there's portland maine yeah in maine on the east coast but there's not a main i don't believe there's a Maine in portland oregon <laughs> That's but he, 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 he biked sure. from the there's east portland, coast maine. all
0: the way to the west coast and that was like his big trip and then this summer he wants wow. to do from the top the continental divide which is like from essentially the top part of like idaho all the way down to like mexico Wow. By bike. And I'm like, that's intense. And I was like yeah. kind of inspired, but then I was also like, I'm I'm too lazy for that. That's
1: that's a famous I like one of my climbing friends, she did the Pacific Coast Trail.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: So that's all the way from Mexico to or, uh to Canada.
0: Mm-hmm. That's my hiking. entire YouTube right now, actually. It's just people hiking. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, yeah, I admire that, but I just like I feel like I ran out of patience after hiking like two miles. Yeah. <laughs> Really? Like, you? what t- What do you mean you run out of patience? Or, well, I, I just, uh, I mean, I still enjoy those hikes, but I think, like,
0: uh, uh, yeah, I still
1: enjoy those hikes, but I think, like, I just, like, I don't think I have, like, the planning foresight to, like, plan an mm-hmm. over, like, three, four, five-mile hike. <laughs> I, I'll still enjoy it if I'm on it, but I, I'll just, like, most of my hikes will be more just show up, walk one to three miles, and I'm like, okay, that's enough walking. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. By the way, we ne- so we we have to continue our meal, right?
0: I know. I was gonna follow <laughs> up because we only have seven minutes left. <laughs> All right, uh, favorite entree. So this is like your. All right, so we did appetizer, entree, and then dessert, and then a drink. Okay. Uh,
1: oh, whoa! Yeah. I didn't know there was a. I thought the I thought there was a fourth course in between. Okay. Gotcha. What would be a okay. so fourth the course of Okay, no, that's okay. Greg's eating a fancier meal. I know, us. like
0: okay. an amuse bouche. Like, what are we going for well, here? That's what,
1: that's what I was interested in. Like a four course meal. Like I was like, okay, wait, is there like a, you know, a, a appet- appetizer and then a second appetizer and then the entree? Oh,
0: to be honest, I didn't listen to the podcast very intensely, so it's possible. <laughs> I stopped at the the third. <laughs> They just kind of like went on these random tangents about like
1: <laughs> I quit silly. coffee,
0: but like you know that 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 is this podcast too is just random well, tangents. we we're, were
1: also st- sticking to the format just now. Exactly. Okay. Point so being entree.
0: is what's your entree? Um, my entree mm. is it's called naulamin, which is mm. um beef stew soup essentially in like Cantonese to English. Ooh. And it's, like, yeah. brisket that's, like, boiled in, like, this, like, soup for that's a long, cool. long time. And, like, it goes really well with rice. I could eat that every day. And there's, like... Like, if you ever go to Taiwan or something, there's, like, beef noodle soup. It's a very similar dish. But this one's, like, hot pot version. It's oh, like okay.
1: So it's different in, like, what, what, Hong Kong versus... Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, like, stewed for a really long time. And it's, like, delicious. Interesting. So...
1: Yeah. yeah that is the, the dish I... Well, I, I don't know if it's different in, like, Shanghai, Beijing, but... Uh-huh. Uh, that is the dish I ordered all across China cuz it's the one I know how to say in mandarin and I know how to read in mandarin
0: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. You see that neo roman and you're like I'm good. <laughs> yeah. 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 What about you Greg. What's your entree?
1: Um <clears throat> I think as much as I love seared scallops, I really that would have been that was one, probably my second, but steak and like crab and french fries. Like specifically oh. Dungeness crab. Maybe, oh, like a garlic beer dungeness crab and then like a wagyu or some really high end piece of meat. Uh-huh. And then some french fries, like some truffle mm. fries, like truffle fries.
0: Dang. I do like truffle fries. That's like one of my favorite like. Like I don't know if I like truffle on other things actually. It's kind of overpowering, but with french fries, mm, that hits hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It can be a very overpowering thing. You have to be really yeah. got to be in the right dip.
0: Nathaniel, Andre. Uh,
1: I'm thinking. Oh, well, it's hard to just pick one for all, but I think the one I have that top of mind is like the San Juan like short rib with like some. Oh, kind of thing.
0: that's good. Uh, yeah. So
1: like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you've been to San Juan, Greg, but that was that was uh, a. It was just like a very high end Korean barbecue thing, and then they just had really good short rib where they like give you a bunch of sauces and then like lettuce and stuff to wrap it in, and then that was. Probably one of the best meals I can remember having in recent memory. Gotcha.
0: I remember, I like...
1: I I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could tell it's Korean short ribs. And it's like, yep, yep. Love those. <laughs> All
0: right. We're, we're just going to gun right through them, guys. Uh, favorite? Let's go for drink before dessert. What is your favorite okay. drink? Mm-hmm. I'm going to lead with when I was in Kyoto, we went to a bar that was, like, looking over the downtown city of Kyoto. And, like... It was, like, really picturesque. But then we, like, asked for zero-proof alcohol. Like, we were like, what's your, like, best zero-proof drink? And it, like, came in this, like, copper mug. And Reno was like, I think that's, like, one of the best things I've ever drunk in my life. It was like, the ice cube was hard and, like, shaped. And you're like, wow, that's a cool ice cube. And it was, like, cold and refreshing. And it had, like, a herb, an herb that I've never tasted before. And I was like, "This is this is a good drink.
1: Huh. Interesting. I do. I do feel like you and Reno were the ones that like. I didn't know like zero-proof cocktails were su- such a thing until I went out with you all a lot in <laughs> Minneapolis.
0: Yeah, we're we're pretty into it right now. Zero-proof cocktails. Greg's like I'm judging. <laughs> 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 hmm. No judgment. Yeah. No
1: judgment. In San Francisco, they're just as expensive as the as the <laughs> as the non thing. Yeah. Yeah. Paying the same amount of money. Uh, so it's, okay.
0: the bar is called Kohaku, and then the uh, I'm looking for the Zero Proof. Do you oh, got any man? pictures? No. Nah. that's
1: make If you're an anime, that's that's making me think of Doctor Stone right now. Kohaku, you know, Kohaku. Yeah do you, do you re- Do you know what I'm talking about? The anime Doctor Stone.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I read. i sorry, I read the manga. <laughs> <Okay>. Kohaku is <laughs> the
1: author's or the the uh, illustrator's favorite per- person to illustrate. He's the girl, the one oh, they always make fun of, like the gorilla.
0: I see, I see. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. I guess I never put that together. Oh, you did. Well, now I know. Now it lives in my search history. <laughs> wow, I can't even find it on their menu. Actually, the yeah. zero proof is very exclusive. No, <laughs> oh. maybe they just gave me water and like had a nice ice cube in it. Cold <laughs> <laughs> on ice cube. Let's
1: like, go to
0: the presentation. <laughs> the best bar in all of japan and like this is what you get you ask for no alcohol (laughs) all right gary oh Oh, yeah go ahead i'm a simple
1: man i'm just a nice glass of scotch probably Mm. make a space i'm actually probably one of my favorites when i'm drinking right now
0: hey
1: nice oh did i miss the call memo i see linus is also sipping a white claw
0: yeah i i think i needed the liquid courage you know
1: nice nice no you're intimidating um, so yeah, probably. Heck, the one I have right now is pretty good—the Belvini Caribbean Cask. What I like about it, it's a, it's got uh, it's a scotch that's really different because it's aged in rum barrels. So it's got like more like vanilla-y, kind of banana-y, pineapple-y taste than most whiskies. Okay. So it's 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 very different, but it's really good. Mm. I feel like fancy whiskey is like something that like. Like, I'm not, in, I like, I'm, well, I, I haven't gotten into, but then every time I try it, I'm like, I'm just like, oh, this is very, very, I don't know. It's like, you can, like, I don't necessarily, like, it's not my thing necessarily, but then every time I drink it, I'm just like, oh, this is like, it tastes fancy. I don't know. <laughs>
0: well, it's smoother, right? I, I feel like that's, like, I don't know, actually. My experience has been, like, it's just not as hard to drink. The fancier it is, yeah, the easier yeah, it is yeah. Well, and
1: it's, but it's also relative, right? Like, for example, for scotches... I like Speysides. This is a Speyside, which is not as peaty, but, but, but that's usually what Scotches are known for, is that super smoky taste. Mm. And so like all the other ones, like Islays and stuff like that are very, very smoky. And yeah. you usually pay, like the more you pay, the more smoky it is. Obviously. And I, I actually yeah. don't enjoy that. Yeah, I just grew up with how hard alcohol being a more efficient means to get alcohol into your system quickly with you know a bit of suffering, but then and then oh, uh, I know so that that is you know, it's a bit of a, a dissonance there for me, you know. Oh, I, I know it well. I used to drink in high school Bacardi 151 <laughs> <laughs> and Everclear.
0: Sorry, all that just stuff.
1: My favorite was the Polish, but so we called it the pol. It was literally just labeled Polish alcohol. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That was the only thing that it told you, other than the fact that it was, like, the legal limit in California. <laughs> legal limit.
0: To be sounds, fair... Sounds
1: like we have a, of a different high school experience.
0: <laughs> My friends in Minnesota still drive around <laughs> with Fireball in their trunk, just in case. Nice. So, that's how we roll in Minnesota. You <laughs> need something to keep you warm. Hey, all hey, goo right. hey. Nathaniel, go. go.
1: Uh, oh, uh, I think I've been having a lot of really good cocktails lately with Lee Hing.
0: Oh, then, interesting. Uh,
1: I, I guess, like, well, I, I went to two places that were like Hawaiian or Hawaiian or Hawaiian influenced And so, Yale Hing's a very, well, I, know, I, I guess it's Chinese,
0: but it's very Hawaiian, too. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, so I, yeah, like, I found Lee Hing powder in Hawaii, and my dad's like, yeah. what? Why did you buy that here? <laughs> my dad had some, like, lee
1: I, I guess this is a kind of, like, you know, definitely not as uh, fancy as a nice scotch or whatever, but I just, like, enjoyed <laughs> Would you all these, like, random cocktails. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. yeah. Man. Uh, dude, it's, if it's made with high end alcohol, it's probably equally yeah. as nice.
0: I mean, yeah. and all
1: to be clear for me, ironically, I actually tend to not like super like old whiskeys either. This mm-hmm. is only a fourteen year. I find that especially like for this specific the space sides I like it gets sweeter. Oh, so part of it is it gets more complex, but it gets sweeter because the, sh- the sugars come out more. Oh, okay. So. Because that is, I think people like it because it tastes like kind of different and more sweet. Mm-hmm. I actually don't like that in my my whiskeys and my scotches, mm-hmm. especially, is like because that's for me that's a bourbon. Mm. So for me, I I do actually like like maybe fourteen to sixteen year max for what is the whiskey? thing where
0: if it's brewed in Kentucky, it's called a specific thing. And then I mean, no,
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. Scotch is, I think, the only one that whiskey. Oh, I has see. Whiskey. Because like, there's, there's bourbon, but yeah. I don't think bourbon's unique to Kentucky. Kentucky's very famous for their bourbon,
0: though. I see, I see. I didn't even know they were the same thing, like scotch, bourbon, and...
1: So, um, they're not. So, there's slight variations on whiskey.
0: I see, I see.
1: Oh, so they're all slight. The difference is that, you know, scotch, it's kind of like champagne, uh-huh. where you can, you can't just make a scotch uh-huh. like the, via the recipe unless it's made in Scotland.
0: Oh,
1: so that's what's different from Scotch versus other whiskeys. Is Scotch is the, re- there is a regional whiskey there. like, it's a regional whiskey and that's got to be made, I think, in Scotland.
0: I've learned something is- today. I mean, it's the
1: same akin to champagne, right? Like, yeah. it's sparkling wine, it's not made in champagne France.
0: Got it. All right, we're already over time, and usually I just cut people short, but I think I'm a little tipsy today, so... <laughs> <laughs> wow,
1: that's what Linus went a full four minutes over. Because I know,
0: exactly. Four minutes and 28 seconds. So we have to do dessert, and I haven't even asked Greg if he's a good Asian or a bad Asian. So oh, man. You're going to have to fit that all in a two-minute explanation of your favorite dessert. You, and got, you got got loose with your white claw over there. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair you don't have to like <laughs> it's kind of vibes my favorite dessert um i'm really into bingsu right now Have you ever mm. had korean bingsu it's just like a bunch of shaved ice with random toppings and there's like stuff underneath i'm like into that so either like bingsu or meat fresh like either one i, lo- I totally I love it.
1: mango bean huh? <laughs> mango bean
0: yeah exactly it, it's the same
1: thing right it's mango with on shaved ice exactly with condensed milk and then mochi and ice cream on top of yep, that
0: yep that's exactly what is i that, like is
1: that basically what you're talking about because that's like one of my favorite dishes for sure mm-hmm.
0: like so when i was in the dark, i got that up in palisade park and i was like i wish we had more of this in minnesota
1: <laughs> yeah just come to meet fresh in california i i do <laughs> i had a friend who was- <laughs> they're all over the place <laughs> i had a friend. actually. I made a, I made one last year. It was super oh, cool. easy. Just make you know, it, dude. The only thing that's important is finding good mango. Yeah. I had, look, I had an old hand shaving like, like ice making thing from one when, when I was a kid, way, 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 way back. It was uh-huh. so easy. As you can find one on Amazon yeah, yeah. for like ten bucks. Yeah, you just yeah. need to find good mangoes. And yeah. That mean, smell It's pretty good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like the communal aspect of it too, where you like just invite like a bunch of friends over. <laughs> Or, like, even, like, going to a restaurant or something like that and just sitting around, like, this entire, like, mound of ice and you're just eating from it. It's a lot of fun. All right, Nathaniel, I'm bouncing on you first. Uh, Lately, I think I've been into
1: this. I guess this is kind of basic and trendy, but I have really enjoyed those, like, all those toast desserts where they just, like...
0: Like snowflake, like...
1: Or yeah, they just like throw a bunch of really sweet stuff. It's usually an Asian thing, I think. But like, they just uh-huh. throw all these like really like sweet like mango or whatever else on like really crispy toast. And I just I just enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> Is there any special toast, like a sweet toast or something like that? Uh, yeah, it's some kind of sweet. I forget what's called. What it might be kind of like similar to like brick toast. If you uh, but like I think there's like modern things of that where I don't know what they call it exactly, but I don't know. There's imagine like imagine like, it's like a, or, like a brick or something. Oh, uh, but so. what? Like brioche. a brioche, like, where, yeah, maybe where it's like yeah, it's very you know, buttery and eggy, but yeah. it's got like a it's like a sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that, there's a lot of places. I don't know. All the trendy like Asian SF dessert spots are like into that right now, oh, and oh, it's I gotcha. kind of expensive. For, <laughs> but then I'm I'm also like I
0: like I begrudgingly enjoy this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we gotta go get some brick toast, Nathaniel. I I'm mm-hmm. down. I haven't had that in like yeah. since high school. Yep. Yep. Oh, nice. All right, Greg, so, you're closer. I
1: mean, I do love uh, mango bean. Like, that is one uh, of my favorites. But creme brulee is my all-time favorite dessert. Mm-hmm. Like, a good creme brulee is really good with some fresh berries.
0: That does hit hard. I feel like all I mean, the fancy boba has, like, started doing creme brulee broba and stuff like that, <laughs> where they, like, shh. And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh this is, like... Because I never go out of my way to have creme brulee, right? Like, I feel like that's, like, a really you go to a fancy restaurant or you end up at like boba or something. And you're like, Oh, I forgot how tasty this is. So I do like food. Huh? I
1: do really like French food.
0: Huh? Really enjoy French food. Oh, like, that's the
1: fraudeau, right. I mean, that's a very, that's a fr- very classic French appetizer
0: between you and me, which, which, which is the better ethnic food. <laughs> just, just between the two of us. <laughs> and
1: you know is interesting? And this is why I asked, like, is there a theme throughout? Cause to me, there's a struggle. There's a fundamental struggle for me of like, I could go, French is one of my favorite all-time cuisines, like being to France and like having that food there was, uh-huh. I literally went to a place and ordered two dinners. They looked wow. at me sideways, I was like, I literally can't decide between this. There was one scallop dish uh-huh. and one like ridiculous, I think it was like a short rib, like roast dish. Yeah, that sounds and, like I, I, I
0: order I, way too much whenever I go. And I can't,
1: I'm only in France, like how many times, right? Mm-hmm. So...
0: Just go Plus hard. Plus,
1: I was all day at Chamonix, so I had, I had built up an appetite. <laughs>
0: nice. Um, so, creme brulee is your favorite.
1: Yeah, but creme brulee, yeah. but So, French is one of them, and then maybe Japanese would be the other. Nice. Could be the, other, the, the, the two lines of cuisine, I think, I would choose.
0: Okay, you're still a good Asian in my heart then, Greg. You, you made it. At least
1: half. Half of me. <laughs> That there's... We can do a whole other podcast on what it means to be a good Asian or a bad
0: Asian. See, I, I actually sprung this trick on you. It's it's not actually whether you're a good Asian or not. It's whether I determined you're a good Asian or a bad Asian. No. I, I was going around asking all our co-workers because with Greg having been on the podcast now, Nathaniel, I no longer have any Asian co-workers that I can bring onto the podcast. Yeah, Adam. <laughs> So now I'm asking like Christian if he's a good Polish or bad Polish or like Kira if she's a good Irish or a bad Irish. So who knows? Maybe we'll have to rebrand too. That
1: Christian was Polish,
0: huh?
1: I would not have guessed that Christian was
0: Polish. He's like half Polish or something like that. We were, we were talking about it because he was like a little insulted. He hasn't been invited on the podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Well>, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, just running through the exactly. So does we he, might have to. Does re-brand. he know
1: the title of the podcast? He does. <laughs> then he should know why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he's like, I have a lot of hot takes about Asians, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: that's fair. You need to get a balance. I think yeah. you're only scraping the surface, maybe, of your coworkers. Though. No, I
0: completely agree. Which is why I actually think we're going to rebrand this podcast to ethnic. I'm not joking. <laughs> I I actually don't know what. Wait, okay that wasn't a great joke to end on, but we'll leave it with that um but yeah thanks for coming on the podcast craig sir <laughs> <laughs> so, uh anything you want to shout out or uh anything you want to plug before you call it a day
1: no oh, i'm good balvini balvini caribbean cast give it a try if you like scotch <laughs> Div- want a different scotch <laughs>
0: nice all right nathaniel anything you want to shout out or plug yeah, yeah go game?
1: Warriors, by the way. Go Warriors! Go Warriors. Yeah, may not, I may, have, may, have may not have turned on the game on the side here, so...
0: Wow. So, go Warriors? Are we winning? Yeah, yeah, go Warriors. Oh, it's close. And it's 2-2. Is it winner takes all now? No, it's up to seven games, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's essentially play best play well. right now. It's, okay,
1: I see. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're out of the play-in.
0: I see. Well, maybe there's a billboard out there that has the Warriors and Sacramento Kings game on there. <laughs> We have, like, this new thing where we show, like, sports games. Yeah. I actually didn't realize that what y'all did was digital billboards
1: until, uh-huh. like, after <laughs> you sent my resume. Oh, that's <laughs> so, hilarious. So, so if I got a recruiter call, it might have been hot. Like, why, why do you want to work at Christ? i like, uh, I love
0: what y'all do. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I love the mission. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to let everyone go back to watch the sports games, but it was great having all you on, right. Greg. All right. Uh, I'm going to catch Thanks you for on a night. Me. Well, it was fun. All right, later. See you guys. All right, good warriors. <laughs>